no intro this week uh, apart from from us hello and welcome into fantasy football uk with jimmy and craig uh doing our week four wrap-up ah how are we craigo i'm very good thank you yourself yeah also very good a little bit on edge as i'm up oh, against yeah. it's a ten- tense feeling yeah a lot of big players in the two games tonight as well yep 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 obviously had a bit of a scare coming into this week with the uh, chiefs patriots with cam newton testing positive for covid but that has been resolved the chiefs pats game is going ahead tonight monday night as rescheduled which is uh exciting no cam newton so Brian Hoyer will be leading the presumably failed charge against the Chiefs. Uh, lots of fantasy relevant players. Uh, Devante Adams has come out saying that he will not be playing tonight. I, coupled with Alan Lazard being put on IR, I would be interested to see how uh, yes. Aaron Rodgers con- continues on his tear. Um yeah, I mean the Falcons' defense is pretty generous, so he should be able to uh, keep it up. Yeah, absolutely. I, I who's who's going to catch the balls? That's the Aaron question. Jones. <laughs> Jones and MVS. Anyway, uh, before we crack onto it too much, uh, thank you very much for listening in. We are available Instagram, Fantasy Football UK, Twitter at FFUK Boys. Um, send us a follow send us a tweet send us an anything give us a five-star review on apple podcasts and automatically get entered into any hackers not that we did one this week it it was a bad week for it uh but big news i think for you is uh joe mixon the golden god he's back yeah, I mean, they've the Bengals finally used Joe Mixon and they uh, won a game. Pretty surprising that. Mm. I mean, twenty-five rush attempts, one hundred and fifty-one yards, two rushing touchdowns, six targets, six receptions, thirty yards, and, and another touchdown. Like it's it's pretty much a perfect game from a running back. Like, yeah, we had a. Lots of big performances this week. Uh, Joe Mixon obviously led the charge. Dak Prescott continued his absolute reign of destruction. Um, oh, it was so close to a comeback. It was it was really hurt when he threw that last interception. Tell you what, the the Cowboys are perfect for fantasy. They are heavily laden on offense and they are heavily unladen on defense. They are fantasy gold um, between high powered offensive target including Dalton Schultz who had another good game uh, so did uh, Cooper and Lamb they both had great games absolutely it's um quite the game to what I went in doubt with the Cowboys bet the over um, George Kittle made his triumphant return for 15 targets 15 receptions 183 yards and a touchdown the guy is a beast um there's nothing more to say. George Kittle, you play him. Tom Brady with five touchdown throws became the oldest uh, quarterback to ever have five touchdown throws. So another great game from him. Odell finally had the breakout game we were looking for. DJ Chark returned to the Jags and 
Therefore, Minshew and Chark did well. Lamar Jackson had a bit of his old self about, unlike last week. Justin Herbert somehow had a great game, but Keenan he looked, Allen he looked good. He looked pretty good. Uh, Keenan Allen, yeah, didn't didn't see much. Like twelve targets, not bad. Eight receptions, sixty-two yards. I mean, in full PPI, he didn't have a bad day. Uh, but yeah, obviously not the best game. Mm. And um, a couple of injuries Ekler, to talk Ekler about. Got injured. Yeah. Uh, Eckler and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb with an MCL probably out for a circus six weeks. Uh, not sure if you've heard about Kareem Hunt, but he might have some volume, <laughs> some extra value now. My goodness me. Uh, leading the charge in a run heavy offense. It's not going to be bad uh, until he, like everybody else at some point this season, probably gets hurt. Yeah, it's been a brutal season for injuries. I don't think we've ever seen this many injuries this quickly. And yeah, it'll be, um, it's a big, big bit of luck whether your team survives or not from injuries. I mean, as well as the injuries, obviously the COVID rejigging and rescheduling with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Titans game and then this moving about. and It's a season that requires more attention than ever before, I think. Uh, lots of last-minute changes that you need to keep on top of. But overall, uh, enjoyable slate of games. Uh, surprising slate of games. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was... He was pretty good. He was pretty good. Managed to come away with a W against Arizona, which I don't think anybody had on the cards. Um, which leads us to talk somewhat, mentioning Teddy Bridgewater, about uh, waivers. Obviously, we're going to be doing this on Monday instead of Tuesday because I've got real person work Tuesday, so we can't do it on our Tuesday show, so we're going to mention it now. Uh, top waiver targets. I mean... Teddy Bridgewater is maybe worth paying attention to. I mean, it's a couple of... If he's yeah, going to I play mean, like that... Two QP leagues, definitely. But it's worth rostering you know, for sure. No, yeah, I think he could He could be, he could be uh, a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we saw Kenyon Drake. I'm, we discussed him before the season. Um, and we weren't sold on him and what I've seen this season I don't think many people still are he doesn't see it's Kenyan fake am I right yeah, um, I don't think he's I don't think he lived up to what they thought he'd be no absolutely and I think uh, I think the whole offense has been sort of other than DeAndre Hopkins it's not been as good as we would have hoped going into the season uh, Kylo has been pretty damn good, but Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald being quiet. Uh, I think on the waiver front, Chase Edmonds is someone you need to probably pick up just if they lose their patience with Kenyon Drake. Chase Edmonds, when he's had the opportunity, he has seemed better to me. Uh, I mean, th this last week, four attempts for 16 yards. 
no, not much, admittedly. But his use in the receiving game, I mean, he walked away with 17 and a half fantasy points. Week before, 16.4. Week before, week two was 4.8, yes, but 19. He's running a fairly decent... Yeah, a little sneaky, sneaky, uh, sneaky low floor, the uh, high floor. Sorry, like <laughs> I love yeah. that sneaky low floor. Oh, <laughs> that's the best kind of floor. Uh, no, and then Scotty Miller. I mean, Mike Evans was looking fiery on Sunday. Uh, got in a bit of a scrap. He got rolled up at one point. Looked like it could have been an injury, but wasn't. Uh, Godwin. Uh, concussion protocol so who knows how long that is going on for so Scotty Miller could be somebody to keep an eye on Uh, I mean one to two weeks is pretty average for concussion but you never know it's until they clear the protocol exactly Um, uh, Jameson Crowder is probably out there given that he had a good first week then got injured he's probably out there on the waiver wires uh According to Yahoo, he is 72% rostered, so there's a chance that he's out there. I thought it'd be. Yeah, me too, actually. Uh, Chase Edmonds is only 35% rostered, and I think he's worth having. Um, I'm not going to be putting a claim in for him. So don't feel you need to... How many theoretical dollars would you be putting down on said plan? Oh, I'm not. I don't trust you to say anymore. But I mean, not not much. I mean, maybe five percent of your budget, um, if that. But uh, it, it's not. It's not somebody that should be out on the waiver wire. I don't feel. Um, other targets out there. There weren't that many shock performances. I mean, Justin Jefferson looks like he's still a thing. Uh, not as explosive as last week, admittedly, but he will and seems to be. Uh, I mean, he's he's sort of like a he'll have a big he'll ha- if he has a big play he'll have a big game. But if they keep using him, he's going to have be a lot safer play, even if he doesn't get the biggest catches. Yeah, I need to try and find the statistic I read about him. Um, I think it was about yards in the first four games. And I'm sure I read that only one player has had more yards in his first. Oh, yeah, here we go. The only player in the last 10 years to have more yards than Justin Jefferson in their first four games is Stefan Diggs. Uh, Stefan Diggs had 419 yards over his first four games. Justin Jefferson had 348. That's more than Julio, Amari Cooper, Kelvin Benjamin, Will Fuller, AJ Green, CD Lamb, Terry McLaurin. That's quite an accolade for a, for a dude that was on the waiver wires until last week, realistically. Um, yeah, I mean, I think some people did draft him and held on with the hope because with rookies, you're never going to see a breakout immediately. But if you invest in the talent, you will it will pay dividends later on. You or maybe you do what right I did. Rookies. Do what pick I did, him up and then was, rage drop him. Was draft him drop him and then pay through the nose for him that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's smart football right there that's, that's smart fab handling uh, I, I, I enjoyed it was my birthday yesterday so I enjoyed them a lot more because I was 
drinking heavily throughout the games. Um, but they were good slate of games. And tonight we've got some really fantastic ones coming up. Uh, I think it's probably too late to offer any fantasy advice on them. But I am excited play your, to see... Play your, play your Chiefs. Yeah, play your uh, Chiefs. Uh, play your Falcons, I guess. Play your play Packers. Your, any remaining Packers. Um, I had one league where I had Devontae Adams, uh, who declared himself out now, just after all the full slate again. But thankfully, I had Russell Gage in there, so maybe... Maybe. I'm sure they'll... Well, he's definitely going to get more than Devontae Adams is going to get, but... It's a, it's a scary one. Um, I think the Patriots might be in trouble this week. I mean, I looked at the uh, the handicap, and it's currently favouring the Chiefs a minus eleven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're going to struggle without Cam Newton uh, and no weapons other than Edelman. Well, like uh, their game plan is around. Cam Newton currently and Brian Hoyer as last time I checked is no Cam Newton I uh, don't believe so no uh, also should mention uh, Antonio Gibson very good game 13 attempts of 46 yards isn't great admittedly but a touchdown and then uh, four five targets four receptions 82 yards that's the sort of uh, hype little bit of excitement about Antonio Gibson that's been there bubbling under the surface and now he's bubbling on the I mean bench. any any back that gets a decent amount of targets is always gonna be like highly valued. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just because it's the Washington team football team. Mm-hmm. You can't exactly uh, guarantee uh, a juggernaut on offense. So it's gonna be pretty hit or miss. Yeah. But um, if he keeps the receiving work. It's all good. Tell me. I mean, returns form from Darren Waller. Delighted with that. Uh, good performance. 12 targets, 9 receptions for 88 yards, especially in PPR. That was fabulous. I enjoyed that. But what is your feeling on Josh Jacobs? He had a great week one where he walked away with three touchdowns on, on 93 yards. Week two, okay, 27 attempts for 88 yards. Week three, 16 attempts. Week four, 15 attempts. Is he that game script dependent? I'm not really sure. I mean, I think it might be a usage thing. Like, they want to try and preserve him a bit for the later season. Mm, could uh, be. Like, uh, <laughs> and I think once some of the games, they've sort of gone out of hand, and then they're just like, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You're looking at it. It's interesting. So I wonder which, if it's, I mean, it's obviously correlational, but whether it's causal is a different matter. But 25 attempts, they won. 27 attempts, they won. 16 attempts, they lost. 15 attempts, they lost. Did they lose because they went away from him? Or did they go away from him because they were losing? I mean, he's on target for a respectable 50... 256 targets or receptions on the year, which is okay, better than last year. Um, but is it a touch of the Joe Mixon? Is he stuck in a bad situation? Good player, bad situation. I know the Raiders had some beat up O line, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be a case of if the O-line can work together better, then Joe, then Josh Jacobs will play better. And if <clears throat> if the receiving options can actually create enough of a threat like Renfro and Walrus, uh, then, yeah, hopefully Josh Jacobs will bounce back and have more good games because, you know, the coach loves him and I think... I think he will get a lot decent amount of usage throughout the year. Mm. And he will score touchdowns and score points. So, I don't think there's that much to break down about the games as a whole. I mean, the Eagles are now top of the NFC East with one win. Um, Strong division. Strong division. So competitive. So competitive. Uh, but they did walk away with a W against San Francisco, which surprised me. Uh, I mean, they did start their second and third string quarterbacks. So, I mean, yeah, they had, the, and they've had a string of injuries. Yeah, did you? I presume you saw Brandon Ayuk with that alley oop uh, for his touchdown. Did you see that where he hurdled over the guy? No, I actually missed that. Oh, uh, beautiful. That he hurdled, and it's just one of those ones where, oh, he's going to land. Oh, no, he's still a foot and a half in the air. The The defender didn't even touch him. Like It wasn't even like he hurdled him like leapfrog. He just clear jumped over the human being. Uh, just crazy. Um, but tonight, with the Falcons and the Packers and the Chiefs and the Patriots, should be some enjoyable games. Who's... Who are you looking at for the victories other than the Chiefs? <laughs> the Chiefs and... Yeah, right? Falcons, yeah. The Falcons, definitely the Falcons. I mean, I think the Falcons have a chance if uh, Julio and Ridley are playing, which it looks like they are. I mean, I think it'll be a shootout. Hopefully. Yeah, and... Uh... In the UK, it's, well, it's not not hopefully not using Calvin Calvin Ridley. Hopefully, he doesn't play uh, just for his own health because you want him to stay safe, right? Yes, definitely that. I think yeah. he should uh, preserve himself. And it's completely uh, nothing completely to do with completely unselfish, completely altruistic. Nothing to do with the fact that uh, he's on your opponents. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I too, I mean, Julio Jones is that little bit older. He's obviously got to start thinking about his post-NFL career. Um, is officially questionable. And I happen to be up against him um, with a slim lead this week. Yeah, uh, talk about obviously... slim leads. I've got 20, 20 points. Clyde yeah. Edwards-Hilaire versus Travis Kels and Calvin Ridley. I need to call you up on this. Please start calling him Kelsey. He's a big Kelsey. enough and famous enough player for you to Kelsey, get his name right. Yeah, I don't care. Shut up, Phelps. Um, no, I've, I'm going into tonight with a 24-point cushion, which is, me. which is fine. I've got 24 points plus Mason Crosby versus Harrison Butker plus Julio Jones. <laughs> that is a, my only hope is that Butker just like last week doesn't get that much use because they'll just be dominating it so they won't need to kick because they'll just keep scoring touchdowns right 
Yeah, I mean, that could happen. I reckon he could get three PATs and a uh, field goal. Uh, last, like six points. Last week, he got uh, the three PATs full stop, I think. Uh, yeah, four, I, got, I, got, uh, I got screwed by that. Robbie Gold only got two PATs, nothing ooh, else. Ooh. That's that stout Eagles leading the, leading the uh, NFC East. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, that division is all kinds of trash. And to be fair, the Cowboys. No, the Cowboys are. They are. They've looked decent. And they've been unlucky. They are the imposter, except they're pretending to be terrible rather than. Have you enjoyed that lollipop? That was uh, some serious slobbering and going on in the background. <laughs> I wish, I wish we'd set up YouTube so our listeners could see what I'm seeing. It's it's really uh, something. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, <laughs> I really wanted the lollipop. It looked good. I think it was, it was a drumstick. I think you're <laughs> underestimating how good your mic is. It picks up on these things. Yeah, I kept trying to mute it, and then I mistimed it at the end. Got a bit excited. <laughs> um, Apologies. I'm, I don't think there's enough people listening to care. Um, so, sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> there we go. That's all that really matters. Uh, do you think it's time to sell high on the likes of Mixon? Uh, I mean, I, I'm debating it, but at the same time, you paid such a high draft price. You kind of want to just see it through. Yeah, so I mean, see if he can have a few more than forty-point weeks. Would you be averse to? Uh, this isn't me suggesting a trade. Just to clarify, uh, Josh Jacobs. Would you see that as an upgrade? Uh, I'd see it as a sideways move. Yeah, uh, I think they're pretty comparable. Like they're both going to have big weeks. They're both going to have pretty bad weeks but they're probably going to score you at least 10 points yeah I think it's just uh, I think you're right the the kind of return on investment almost that you, you've paid that much to get him and you of course you've got, you got the sunken cost to, to take into account like you stuck by him for them three shit weeks. And if you bench Joe Mixon this week, you are literally just kicking yourself so much. Like I, I, I thought about it, but then I was like, nope, this is it. This is his chance. This is his last chance to prove to me. <laughs> and he did it. So So now you're stuck with him for the rest of the season. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> a, AJ Green, however. AJ Green, on the other hand, he is looking like he could get dropped or basically be given away for free in some sort of trade. Yeah, I think AJ Green might even be at the point now where he is just the sweetener on a deal. Uh, you know, just if somebody's umming and ahhing about a trade, you can go, well, I'll also give you AJ Green. He's got a big name still and some people give a lot of hope to big names that they'll eventually be good. Yeah, I just I I feel like with AJ Green especially, it's I, he was riding your bench this week. It, it might be time to panic because the, those targets 
we always say follow the targets. It's all about uh, opportunity and talent. I will say AJ Green did face a lot of double coverage and has done throughout the season. Yeah. Which is kind of weird considering he hasn't shown that he should be double covered. But well, other than his history and, as you say, his big name value. Yeah. Now, week one, nine targets, five receptions, 51 yards was okay. It's a wide receiver three level. Week two, 13 targets. Okay, yeah, but only three receptions. And now he's down to single digits targets six targets five targets only one reception for three yards this week it's uh, i wonder i wonder if maybe the talent has gone and therefore the opportunity is going whereas you compare him to the likes of tyler boyd t higgins whose targets have gone up i mean t higgins is drawing yeah, more, i think more t targets higgins is looking t higgins is looking good Absolutely. And Tyler Boyd has obviously looked good most of the season. Yeah, Tyler Boyd, uh, where is he? I've lost him on my list. There he is. Uh, Tyler Boyd, five targets, eight targets, 13 targets, eight targets. And the difference is five targets became four receptions, eight targets, seven receptions, 13 targets, 10 receptions, eight targets, seven receptions. He's actually doing something. He's actually able to catch it. Yeah. Uh, AJ Green and T.Y. Hilton seem to be a similar sort of... Who would of you rather have rest of the season? Rest of season? Well, I traded away T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I think rest of season, I would probably take uh, AJ Green because he's got a quarterback who's only going to improve, whereas T.Y. Hilton has Philip Rivers, who is as good as he's ever going to be. Um, he might even get worse yeah exactly Um, Jonathan Taylor, few panic stations on him this last week he did not perform particularly well Uh, I don't think many of the Colts did really no it's just been it's been a bit of a weird week I mean 17 attempts for 68 yards is okay but it's not the usage we were expecting from him, uh, especially with only one target. And then you've got the Rams backfield, which is just avoid, avoid, avoid. That just seems to be a mess. Um, there seems to be an increasingly large number of these backfields that I'm. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to of. commit to a, a team with a running back by committee method. Yeah, I unless mean, you're very lucky each week. Yeah, you're looking at uh, the likes of. Patriots, no. The Buccaneers, no. It's it's scary. This is where you're... The Lions. Oh, the Rams. Oh, I mean, it's... Oh, yeah, I'm just... I've, I've got a few bell cows and I'm going to trade them and make someone pay through the nose for them. People and won't trade because... The, <laughs> people won't trade because they love their own players too much. Well, a prime example, and also people will use hindsight against you. I traded T.Y. Hilton and Robert Woods for Chris Carson, and T.Y. Hilton and Robert Woods both posted their worst games of the season, while Chris Carson posted his second best. <laughs> and, ev- and everyone's going to go, oh, it was an unfair trade. It was fair at the time. It just worked out. It seemed a bit unfair. No, it didn't, <laughs> and you know it. Um, you were considering it, weren't you, or something similar? Anyway, uh, no, no, nobody will trade with me. 
let's talk. Let's I, I can I can I can give Matt Joe Joe Mixon and uh, oh who's the other one? It was someone all right. I think it was Emmanuel Sanders and Joe Mixon for Christian McCaffrey. I was trying to poach. Oh my god! Yeah, no, there are some people that you should have taken it. <laughs> yeah, with hindsight, uh, I think we can talk. I think there's there's something that can be done here. Uh, anyway, uh, I think that's that's it. We can keep it fairly short and sweet for this this episode. We've got another one coming in on Wednesday and Thursday, uh, where we'll be doing Wednesday. the oh, No, what time on Wednesday? It might have to Where, be late. Whenever suits. Because uh, I'm going out for dinner Wednesday. Uh, then maybe just Thursday. Uh, but either way, we will see. We will see. We will stick with it. Uh, Maybe you can do a solo show. That's always fun. I do like a solo show. Do you like going on on your own? Mm. Uh, maybe you could even join just in time to finish me off. Maybe. That could work. Yeah. Right. I think we can wrap that up. Uh, yep. Catch enjoy you the games tonight. Thank you very I much for listening, shall. everybody. I shall. And uh, don't forget, follow us Twitter, Instagram. Uh, at FFUK Boys on Twitter, Fantasy Football UK on Instagram. Enjoy your enjoy your drumstick and uh, speak. Yeah. To you. yeah. Bye. Bye,